Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Working Class Bowhunter podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. I think I left about 4 No one honestly really cares. Steve's calling me while I'm holding, <laughs> getting ready for this deer to stand up. So. Glad you took this deer out. He doesn't even drive American. <laughs> See, that deer's what's exactly what's wrong with this country, right? He doesn't even support local American-made deer-compatible vehicles. <laughs> that one that one arrow cost me $33,000. Just aiming too long and just moved a little bit and it's like oh no it fired you know crap i knew as soon as it left it was just a little high but he came right out in the field made a scrape right in the cornfield started grunting walked 30 yards made another scrape you're listening to the working class bow hunter that's right this is the podcast for billy joe lunch bucket the working man just like me and you my name's travis t-bone turner from the bone collector thank you for tuning in Early one morning while making the rounds, I took a shot of cocaine and I shot my woman down. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 59 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, getting serenaded by Poppy. We'll get into who he is in a minute here. Uh, we are at 1600 Buckslayer Place right here in the Buckatorium, Sheerard, Illinois. Pronounced Gerard for our out of town guest. Kind of a full house here. It is, but we're a, missing a, we're missing some too at the same time. Ah, the, give it a give it a couple minutes. E Rock will be here shortly. The man is missing right now because he's shed hunting and running late. But it sounds like he had a good morning. We'll let him talk about that. And uh, so we'll 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 get into uh, who we have here right now. As promised, we told you they'd be on here. We've talked about them for long enough. From the bone shed itself. Sitting right across from me, Alex Poppy Luna. Sitting to my right, Timmy Tim Kitts. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up? <laughs> and then there's some other dude here, so you know he's hanging out. 
<laughs> Jeez, he's man. our bodyguard. He's, he's got a bodyguard. He's the muscle. He's, he he does not want his name put out on the podcast because, uh, as he said, I am too good for this show. He charges. He does. Yeah, so. yeah. He'll just sit there and listen. <laughs> well, thanks for coming, guys. I wish Eric was here for this one, but uh, sometimes you just got to make do with what you got. Why don't you but. just be Eric today? You're Eric. <laughs> All right. Eric. Eric's in the studio with us. Yeah. I not, thought we Eric meant more talk. to Eric, but obviously we... Uh, no, antlers mean more. Some deer him. sheds do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's unfortunate. Which we watched a video about, some yeah. shed hunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Courtesy, with your, with uh, your guys' uh, buddy. Michael Pitts. Yeah, Michael Pitts. Michael Pitts. You know? yeah. Michael. We posted that on our Facebook just now. Um, well, I mean, just now as in you're listening to this, it would have been whenever we, po- <laughs> whenever yeah. we posted it. Um, basically... I like he says, uh, what do you need a shed hunt for? Any deer that I wanted, it's already been at the taxidermist since yeah, <laughs> November. Since September. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Maybe he was talking about Eric. It could, could be. be. It could be direct towards Eric. Yeah. Straight at him. Yeah. Eric did kill a deer, a nice buck this year, but you know who didn't kill a big buck this year? Not me. Steve. Or Not me. Steve. I didn't None get of you guys did. did. No. Man, what did the heck? Have, um, As Tim says, we love deer so much that we don't shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh man, see what well, was funny. Chip said he's like, you know, it'd be different if we could pet deer. He's like, because we wouldn't really need to go up. He's like, they don't let us pet them. That's why we have to hunt them. He's like, if we could just go up there and touch their antlers, it'd be a whole different story. But, so uh, it's funny you talk about petting deer because literally today I was on my way to get my hair cut for Steve. Oh, and there's a lady on the I, side. Don't of worry, the road. I noticed. Did you know? Good. <laughs> All right. So anyway, she's on the side of the road, and there's a deer laying there. She's petting it. What? I assume it got hit by a car. Petting it? She's literally petting this deer. The deer's head's up moving around. It's obviously paralyzed. Otherwise, it'd probably be oh, no. trying to get away. But And then I came back by, and the state police were there. So oh, yeah. I assume that deer's head wasn't up anymore. Put her no, down. That, Put her uh, down. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That's unfortunate. That, that deer probably caught a Glock. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah, no, you, that it's happens so a lot more than you think. Like, yeah, a lot of county guys, man... Well, well didn't, the, didn't that law just pass something where if you see a wounded deer, I don't know what state it was, if you see a wounded deer on the side of the road, you can put it down legally without having to call a DNR officer or, or I the heard police. something about that, too. That happened to me a few weeks ago, well, about, probably about a month ago now. Oh, There's yeah, a w- yeah, yeah. wounded deer on the side of the road, and um, Sam had saw it on the way to the house, and we went back by, and it was still it was just standing there on the side of the road, not flinching, not moving, so it had been hit at a broken leg. Right. So I called... Um, like county sheriff come put this thing down you know and yeah we'll be there in five minutes so i waited never came never came i'm like okay well they'll be here i saw so we actually went and ate came back still there it was bedded down and i called uh rock island county and i'm like hey uh this deer i called earlier it's still there if it's can i shoot it let me go get my bow i'll put it down and i'll take the deer or i'll take the meat and uh She's like, yeah, we'll uh, we'll have somebody go out there and take care of it for you, and then we'll let you know if you want to come get the meat. You can. I never heard anything. So who knows if it ever actually got put down right. or if coyotes came and drug it off. But sad story. But So maybe that'll yeah. change yeah. for everywhere. We well, should be allowed to put them down or something like that. Yeah. Well, it's the ethical thing to do. Exactly. I mean, you're not going to put a splint on its leg and let it try and walk it out. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know what I mean? You can't take him to the vet. No. no. doesn't work that way. Put a Band-Aid on it. So uh, let, let's talk about something more more positive. Yeah, yeah, let's do this. You know, um, you guys are in town tonight. We are actually going to the Whitetails Unlimited Banquet, uh, where one T-Bone Turner is going to be there. Yes, sir. As well as uh, I get to meet Daryl uh, Martin. We had him on a podcast a couple of 
Good guy. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't meet him last time. No, I didn't. You guys went to the one. Uh, it was either Milan or Cole Valley, but yeah, it's, Cole Valley. So you guys are in town, and uh, figured we'd grab you guys for a couple of couple podcasts. Now we've talked about the bone shed frequently, and uh, quite a bit, quite actually. a bit. Why don't you guys talk a little bit about it and tell people, you know, for those people who are just tuning in or are new to the podcast, why don't you uh, explain the uh, explain the bone shed? So we're in Ottawa, Illinois. Uh, we're owned by the Bone Collectors. Um, we we're open six days a week. We're closed on Sundays. Um, we do leagues. We do stuff like that. But we sell Hoyt and Elite, and then we sell ten point crossbows. We're looking at maybe bringing in some other stuff too down the road. But uh, basically, we're just we're just an archery shop. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. guess the biggest difference for us is before we did what we did, you'd go to shops, you'd walk in, you wouldn't feel welcomed. You know, the guys mm-hmm. behind the counter, they didn't want to talk to you. They didn't want to do anything with you. And, they always uh, knew more than Yeah. Than it's like they were else. looking down on you, and exactly. they were doing you a favor exactly. for being there. I mean, know? obviously, yeah. when we walk in the door, I hope the guy behind the counter does know more than me. Exactly. That's what you want. Yeah. So, it's less work for you that way. <laughs> yeah. When we started doing this, I mean, that was the one thing that I told him, Alex, was, you know, we want to make this so everybody can... Uh, you got, a, you got a kick drum going on there, too. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> he does that. He does that. <laughs> I, I use my hands a lot. but um, So anybody can come to us, and we're going to help you out no matter yeah. what. We're not going to sell you stuff you don't need. We're not going to mm-hmm. do something you don't have to you know, get done. But I think our mentality is still is that we are customers. Yeah. yeah. We're going to treat our customers like we want to be treated. Yeah, because you know? yeah. it's annoying. It really yeah. is. Well, that's why if I people, fell in love with the bone shed right away because I'm so used to like people trying to steer me towards a certain product, and, and you know I make it clear I don't want this or whatever, or just bad setting me up wrong, feeling intimidated for being there, um, unwelcome, like they're doing me a favor. You know what I mean? It's just not good customer service. With the bone shed, you go in, it's like, what do you need? Let's set you up. Let's like you leave if you buy a bow, get it set up there. It's a hundred percent right, and you can enjoy it. Yeah. You know, the thing that we, I guess, what I pride us on is that we listen to what the customer wants. Exactly. You know, they tell us what they want, and mm-hmm. we're going to find something that's going to going to meet those needs for you. So, yeah. we're kind of your local barber shop where you go and get your hair cut and social problems. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of regulars, which Steve yeah. has got a couple yeah. of them that oh, come yeah. in. So, uh, we um, that's all you want, though, man. I mean, oh, it is. Yeah, bow shops absolutely. and stuff run on word of mouth, and yep. mm-hmm. it's. And when we uh, when we first went up there, um, we were invited up to to do a podcast at your uh, customer appreciation day. And we go there, and you know, as soon, we meet everybody, and all of a sudden, it's just like, "What do you guys need?" You know, just like, like, like you guys were so happy to have us there, and you barely met us, and we the way we were treated, it was like. Dude, I, we love. We fell in love with this place, mm-hmm. and then Kurt went back up like the next day too, and it just yeah, I did. Yeah, I remember that. And you know, we ended up becoming really good friends with you guys, and it was just, it was like such a pleasant experience. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what it has to be. I mean, and you go into the place, and it's miraculous. I think for us, a smile is worth more than your money. You know? Yeah. If you're if you're satisfied with what we do. That's that's good enough, but we still take your money. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you got to, you got to. We have to. We you got to stay around that Sam. way. Well, the thing is, it's just yeah, like Steve said, we just became really good friends. You guys, it's like one big family. Everyone there at the bone shed that works there, I would feel confident with them touching my bow. Like it's not like, oh, is 
whoever here oh well i'll come back when he's here to work my bow you can literally i would trust anyone there to just set my bow up and it you know we but, all kind of work the same way and everybody that works there all has the same mentality as mm-hmm. to what you want done yes so and we try to do the same job on each product on each bow that, that is yeah, group. It is because it's funny when other bows come in, we yeah. can tell if we worked on it or somebody else did. And we're almost getting down. We can tell which shop it came from. When <laughs> really? That oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, See, that says something right there. Yeah. That is kind of, that's pretty crazy, actually, that you can really – you have it down that fine-tuned. A you lot can tell. of it you can tell with the servings on, on mm. which shop it came from, from which serving is done on it. So. I wonder – I guarantee it there's no other bow shop that can say that they have – uh, that's attention to detail is what that is. Exactly. You know, most and shops have each Botech has a his own unique of style of doing it. For us, it's got to be the same as it, a group. Yeah, it's like if Alex is working on something and he's got to go, I need to be able to step right in and take over right where he was. Sure. Mm-hmm. Continue that same work and help the customer out. So yeah, we um, yeah, Eric, uh, I remember the first time you set up his bow. And I went up there on a on a Saturday, and you were actually down here shooting. Point a, when you're pointing, say who you're talking about Tim. because I can't hear, see yeah. your finger. <laughs> when, Tim, I, I I was going up there, and uh, it was a Saturday. Me and my girlfriend went up. I just want to go up there, you know, take a look at the things, shoot a few bows. And uh, Poppy goes, "Ah, Kurt and uh, Kurt and Eric were just here yesterday." I go, "You got the right, Kurt and Eric?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah." And I thought you were like joking with me. I was like. Whatever he goes, no. Kurt or Eric bought a uh, bought a synergy. I was like, no, he didn't. So I call him, and I, like I get Kurt near the middle of the shoot, and I'm just like, uh, hey, Kurt, what's up? Nothing. Shooting. What bow's Eric shooting? Synergy. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Oh yeah, the shooting. Yeah, <laughs> yep. we're yeah we're all at the same. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I remember and, that. Uh, so it, it was it was funny, and uh, I, I was just talking to him. I was like, yeah, Poppy told me you're up there. And he goes, yeah, he had me shooting bullet holes within like 10 minutes. Okay. And, and that's the thing with me. And I think with Tim and Bob and Chris and John, I mean, when we work on our customers' bows, we work as their own, our own bows. I mean, it's got to be perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like ours. Well, the it, thing is, we were there shooting. Um, did you go with us that day? I know um, Eric and I went up there. We were shooting just in the little. You guys were setting up the three D range in the back, and we were shooting. And um, I don't think Steve was. There. No, I wasn't there. There was a Hoyt. No, you weren't. Yeah, there was a Hoyt um, podium that got kicked over. Um, somebody was walking by, and it got kicked over. And he wanted to check over everything and make sure everything was still good. And so I got to watch Poppy set it up. You know, tune it, make sure everything was right. And it was cool to see you guys just run through everything. Oh, everything's still good. Or this is a little off. Let's adjust it and get it right. And then he was on his way. It was just kind of cool to see that process. See so you just, like, take the care. Like, well, let's check it over real quick. It got kicked over. Probably nothing's wrong with it, but let's make sure, you know. So I thought that was pretty cool. And we can't, we, we couldn't do anything without the, the people in the, in the office because it was a big <laughs> what are you laughing about? They're sorry, I'm, I'm playing footsie with the wrong person. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Steve's <laughs> over so here our, trying to mix it out. guy that doesn't want to talk, he's over here playing footsie with Steve. I didn't know what that was. I thought it was that chair. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's getting weird in the buckatorium right. Right, right now. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to scoot over here. It's a you dude. whore. It's a, <laughs> it's oh, a man. dude fest. I'm glad I'm way over here on the end of the table. I got a whole bunch of stuff blocking my feet from everyone else's feet well, around the you're studio not too table. too far from me. For, uh, for you guys... It, what do you guys think of Sherrard, the town? 
This is tiny, isn't it? So I grew ah. up in a small, small town. So when we were coming in, it was it's almost like a flashback of like where I grew up at and yeah. stuff like that. So I grew up down by Peoria, mm-hmm. so just north of there. So Let's I kind of grew up in Chicago. That's in what, Chicago, man. That's what he says. That's what he says. Good old Chicago. I'm my, not a fan of Chicago. My I'll green be honest. card says Chicago, so <laughs> I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> We're still checking into that. <laughs> he um, hasn't passed the background checks yet. Uh, he won't let us do one. It's he, funny. It's not that I don't let him do one. It's just that he hasn't found anything on me. Mm. That's how good my green card is. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> I have no idea. This is this is fantastic. I love it. Um, all right, so tell us about how you guys got hooked up with the Bone Shed and, and how that all all came to be. Give us give us the history of that. Like where it went from Bone Collector to Bone Shed to where you guys came into play and all the goods. So I guess him and I were working at another shop, and uh, I had previously met uh, Michael Waddell mm-hmm. with uh, another guy named Mike Scobie. He's, uh, he works for Peterson Hunting. So I had met Michael through them, and then we were working at a different shop, and uh, Jim Schiefelbein, who runs the Ottawa facility. Uh, he came in, got some bows. We got talking to him. You know, one thing led to another. He says, hey, you know, you guys want to come work for me? And we're like, yeah, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you got to worry about yourself and what's yeah. going on with yourself. So him and I both made that decision. We're going to go ahead. We're going to go to Ottawa. We're going to go work for him. We did. It kind of created a little bit of waves in the area, but we had to look out for ourselves. And that store is no longer there anymore that we used to work at. Mm-hmm. So we got there, and uh, I came first. Alex came about two months later because when we started, it was literally just T-shirts. Showroom. It was T-shirts. We had this ginormously large display of a bear in the middle. <laughs> we still got a big bear in there, but yeah. this was like a big floor display. Yeah. And so when I came, I mean, we had to order everything. We really? Didn't have, we didn't have serving thread. We had, I mean, we had nothing. So it took about... Two months. So it's kind of just like a bone collector clothing store. At the, well, at, and that's what the bone shed started out as. It's yeah. like a, uh, it was like shop. a showroom. If you look when you walk in, it says showroom above the door. Because mm-hmm. uh, it was never actually supposed to be a retail store. So they used to have licensed products in there, things like that. And yeah. um, stuff of Michael's, the animals that are all in there. Yeah. And then people started wanting to buy t-shirts then they wanted to start buying hats then you got people coming all over the place and then mm-hmm. those people were like hey why don't you sell bows why don't you sell guns why don't you do this yada 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 so it moved on that's where we came into play and uh i'll have four yeah we'll both have four years Correct. mine's june yeah. his is in august so see it's cool because i saw it's right off interstate 80 you guys got the sign right yeah. there on you know on I always saw that, man, the bone shed. I never actually made my way out there. And it's just kind of funny, like, just a little bit of time goes by. Because, you know, I didn't know everything that you order online. Is that is that correct? Comes yeah. from it comes from, yep, the, from yeah. yeah, from bonecollector.com, and then there's the boneshed.com. Everything ships right out of our building. So That so, is the hardcore and bone collector headquarters. Yeah. See, and not a lot of people realize that. I was talking to my dad on the phone saying you guys were coming down to do an episode, and I'm like, yeah, that's – if I'm not wrong, I think that's the Bone Collector headquarters. He's yeah. like, bro, I didn't have no idea. It is. So Correct. Jim's up here, so uh, a lot of the contracts and stuff get done through him. And then Michael, Nick, and Travis are down in Georgia. Mm-hmm. So Which The offices are in Georgia. Yeah. So a lot of guys probably think the Bone Shed 
the Bone Collector boys, you know, the three main Bone Collector boys are going to be there. Because really, you guys are all the Bone Collectors. We get people that come in all the time looking for them. And obviously, you guys know they're busy. They're oh, busy yeah. guys. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually saw T-Bone schedule. He posted something on Instagram. Dude, that guy. You guys can't miss that. You guys got to come. Oh, we will. Yeah, so they're mm-hmm. all going to be there July 23rd. That Saturday, we're doing our open house that weekend. But Michael, Nick, and Travis will all three be there on Saturday, July 23rd. And then the Hardcore, their TV guys, will be there on Sunday, July 24th. So oh, okay. It'll be a whole weekend thing. You guys should come over, check it out. Yeah, Ottawa, yeah. Illinois. It's We were there last year. That's you know We said that's where we met, the yeah. open house or customer appreciation day. We yep. did our podcast there. And hopefully we'll be there again doing more podcasts and just kind of, you know, socializing walking around absolutely maybe we'll, I, maybe we could do some interviews just with people coming in like little just little oh, yeah, things with great. our recorders and stuff oh, yeah, you know absolutely just yeah. on the fly type of stuff you we know we met uh, we met a lot of cool people up there and everybody was just awesome uh that's where where we met darren um a bunch of the guys that were shooting up there still one of my the favorite buzz. episodes by the way with darren christianberry and it was a it, it's such a good time you know i highly encourage anybody like if you can make a drive even six hours do it we get some guys that drive some, oh, some distance. Oh, oh it's yeah. way yeah. worth it. Virginia, Michigan, really? yeah, Richmond, Wisconsin. Virginia. Yeah. I mean, there was hey, last year. Oh, we played archery tag. I remember that. So much to do. Oh, it was. Yeah. That was, so that was some workout, wasn't it, Steve? Dude, yeah, we boy. have that video yeah, on our a... YouTube. Steve getting hit right in the old family jewels. Oh with... yeah, I'm wearing <laughs> shorts next time with a cup. <laughs> Uh, we're probably going to have them back out for uh, the July one again, but it was so hot that day too. Oh, man, it was like ninety-five degrees. I out. never thought I'd sweat so much doing archery. I oh mean, it god, was just, I was, oh, it man. was insane. It was bad. You guys are going to have? Is there any? Gonna, I don't know. Maybe you can't announce it yet. Any sort of deals or anything like that? We get... don't know anything that's going on. Okay. We've got uh, like an end of season closeout blowout coming up March third, fourth, and fifth. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to get prepared for that. Mm-hmm. So once we get that done. We've got a couple other things we got to do, and then uh, and then we'll start getting prepared fully okay. for the open house. Yeah, I figured it was too soon then that you guys would know anything like that. Yeah, but. we literally just set the date because that's what uh, Michael had had available, so that's what we, mm-hmm. we took. So, yeah, well, hopefully, it's not ninety-five degrees. Yeah, I hope not. But beautiful, we'll, oh, we'll yeah. go eighty and beautiful. That'd yeah. be nice. Oh yeah, mm. but middle of July, hey, you're kind of running it. <laughs> it might be close. Um, yeah, we, we, we've, we've talked so much about you guys and the one, the one interesting thing about the bone shed is some of the stuff that you can get in there. That's bone collector related sweatpants that you never see online. Um, let's talk about those sweatpants, Steve, because you're not wearing them right now. Yeah, it's a little let down. I can't believe he's not wearing there's them. There's a, there's a funny story that goes on, uh. Does Amy, your girlfriend, have you restricted on how many times you can wear those? No. Sweatpants oh, now? You pissed Let... her off and she was <laughs> No, something was pissed on. <laughs> oh, boy. Last night? Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oops. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it was it was like it was an accident. People do listen to this podcast, Steve. I don't of know if you think it's, it's just people accident. we know. but no. Was it you or was it somebody else? It... I hope it was oh you. It was not. It was not, guys. It was my turtle. Oh, oh come on! <laughs> That's a lie. Don't, don't let Amy know. But yeah, you I peed got your pants, man. No, I didn't. I, I was letting the turtle. 
hang out. Like, I wanted to see him, and I was like, oh, dude. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, <laughs> I thought I dried them <laughs> off, and then they were, like, all wet. I was like, no! Man. Oh. How much can a turtle piss? A lot. What really? do they have? They have yeah. salmonella or something, don't they, on their shell? So you're probably all sick. Or don't they have some sort of disease? No. <laughs> I thought that story was going to go... No, I, no, 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 no. I was, no, no. I was concerned way. for the direction yeah, of this yeah. show. I was like, well, no. man, careful. People listen. That was a little total. So that's the story about the sweatpants. So yeah, Steve, so, and I forgot to wash them this morning. I was like, yeah, So, yeah, cool Steve that. bought these bone collector sweatpants because he thought me and Eric were cool because we bought a pair. And the most comfortable sweatpants ever, I might add. And they're not really sweatpants. They're like fancy sweatpants. Like, you could go to the gym in these Yeah, things. they're going out sweatpants. Oh, yeah. And uh, Steve bought a pair, and that's literally literally all he has worn since. And uh, we're hoping that you guys have him again this this year, so he can buy maybe two, three, four, five, six more pairs. Maybe um, we'll see for every we day do. of the week. Yep. Yeah. The Bucketorium is small in here, and you can stink one up, man. <laughs> just I'm just letting you know. I don't know. That's fine. <laughs> it is what it is. But <laughs> you know what? Actually, I want a pair of those uh, those bone collector sweatpants, uh, scent proof. We gotta figure we like gotta a figure carbon out. scent screen where your butt is. Yeah, we should. Oh, dude, we should figure that out. So I can hunt in them too. You should look at some of the scent lock base layer, maybe. Mm. Yeah, that's a yeah. great idea. You need to get like three of the base layers and just triple layer the base layer, and then you'd be set. Yeah, you'll be good. Nothing's coming out. Oh, we gotta do that. Did you get the the matching hoodie with the sweatpants? No, no, I <laughs> that would have been cool. That, yeah, that would have been. Awesome. It would have been like uh, those sweatsuits that Nick Munt wears, the, oh, yeah. the Reebok oh, ones yeah, or Adidas yeah, ones, the Adidas track ones. suits. Yeah, no, Steve will look better on them than Nick. Exactly, exactly. So let's. I want to talk a little bit about the bows you guys carry. Hoyt, obviously, and Hoyt then, power, and then Elite is just an kidding, just kidding. Elite is an option there. Yeah. Yep. Um, is that the reason why there's Elite? To give it another option for the customers? Or? It is, because not everybody wants a Hoyt. Yeah. Um, so we've got Elite as our secondary option to carry yeah. in the store, and we do pretty good with them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a good bow. We've sold you guys quite a few Elites. Yeah, you guys have. Oh, yeah. we got a lot coming to the Quad Cities here. Um, they're good bows. Darren Christianberry is a great guy. Um, Alex and I, we both shoot Hoyt. It's kind of obvious with us, but... Uh, that's just what we like. So, but I like how you guys because when Eric went down, he had his heart set on an elite, yeah, and he kind of already had his mind made up. What I liked about it was, um, you guys both grabbed the Hoyts, the newer Hoyts off the shelf that would be comparable to the elite, and you said, "I know you don't really just shoot it, see what you think." You know, I'm, I'm not going to push anything on you. See if you like it, right? And I like that a lot because. You may you just you know try it out, try all these bows out before you make this decision, spend this money. You might like one better than the other, but you didn't push it on them like you want the Hoyt. You'd rather have the Hoyt. You said no, just try it out and see what you think. And he told you, you know, hey, I had my heart set on an elite anyway. And you, okay, that's cool. We just so if we push something on you that you don't want, the chances of you being happy with that bow, it's. it's it's not good. It goes mm-hmm. against everything we stand for. So, yeah, and then you're going to come back in. You're either going to be mad or, you know, or you're not going to come I'm back satisfied. in. You're going to go yeah. tell everybody else what the problem is and, you know, this and that, and you're going to hate on us. So mm-hmm. it's easier to set up everything that's comparable to what you're looking for. Yeah. Let you shoot it and then let you make the decision on what you want. See, that's awesome. And th- this goes on any customer. Yeah, I mean, if, it's anybody that we yeah. would do that for. Mm-hmm. But you get some guys that come in sometimes, they don't want to do that. This is what they want. Yeah. Here it is, and that's fine. 
That's what my when my dad's coming down probably in, you know in a month or so maybe a few weeks whatever and he's kind of asked me what what do you think I should try I'm like you know honestly shoot everything maybe yeah, everybody's may- different you in know? what they like you maybe know? he'll have better taste than Kurt <coughs> you know what's funny yeah. I grew up shooting Hoyt I'm just kidding, and, I'm just kidding. Uh, no that, he probably does but <laughs> you know he he still shoots a Hoyt man I got a Hoyt on the wall in here Happy right behind did you, you see the Hoyt up there I got yep. my Hoyt. Hoyt still got it and he you got that little. I got yeah. I, got. Which, I grew up shooting Hoyt. I do love my Hoyts. I really do. And when you're not looking, that's probably gonna be gone. Oh come on! I made that <laughs> when I was like 16 in high school. <laughs> He's gonna you. take your Nintendo oh, and man. the Hoyt sign. It's gonna happen. A super Nintendo. Oh, Is that a yeah, Super Nintendo? Super, yeah. Oh super. my gosh! I've literally had it since I was three years old. Yep. Still works. Hank Parker had a video game for that. Yeah. For that same setup. Really? Yeah. We talked to him about it. Oh, no man. Way. I was it, looking for it. What was it, 94? Uh, 95, came out? that game came out. Um, what was it called? I don't know what it was. Hank Parker's Fishing Adventure. But he had a video like game that. back then. Hmm. That's a big deal. Well, we thought it was anyway. But but what do we know? Guys, we're just, we just grew up with that stuff, right? All right. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, aside from, like, all the other, you know, you, when when I say they carry, you know, some, some stuff – one thing I noticed, you know, going looking at all the sites, a lot of bow shops you'll go to, you know, if, you, if you're looking for a spot hog site, maybe they'll have two, three. On your wall, I believe you guys had, like, the whole catalog. And it was just, it was that way with a bunch of different sites. And I was like. Yeah, different company sites. Yeah, different, um, yeah, different companies. Uh, so, I mean, there's variety, you know, that if you want to go up there. They're probably going to have what you're looking for. And if we don't have it, we'll can order it. Yeah. yeah. And that's mm-hmm. the thing, too, is like when we first got started. So like my role now, I do more of the buying, uh, ordering, taking care of, of things. And Alex pretty much handles all the, the tech stuff mm-hmm. and, and doing things like that. Sure. So it's my job to try to bring in the stuff that I think people want. And it's hard when you do that, because when you're buying, you want to like get the stuff that that you like yeah but you got to make sure that you're getting something for everybody so when we carry hha we carry from the 99 dollar one to the 400 dollar one mm-hmm. and the same goes with spot hog i mean we carry you know the hunter um i'm tommy just, hog yeah hog bother uh, yeah fast we, eddie. the new fast eddie they got new fast eddie xl to dovetail mount we just got those in from ata so we try to carry a little bit of everything mm-hmm. so that way you can cater to more more people, you know. That's, well, that and you have to talk to your customers and be friendly, open arms, like you guys said. Otherwise, you have no idea what people want and what people are going to buy if you if you don't do that. Yeah, and you, the other thing that we do is we try to use the products that we sell. So mm-hmm. when somebody comes in, um, we don't want them to come in and, and ask a question about something, and we have no idea how to answer that question. Yeah. So, like I shoot the kingpin from HHA. Alex is shooting. The Hogfather. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Everybody's shooting something different. Yeah, buddy. Uh, I think Jordan's shooting like the Spot Hog Hunter. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Totsky, he's shooting the um, Sherlock. Yes. I don't know what Chris is shooting. CBE? No. Uh, Excel. Excel. So, yeah, everybody's got something different. And then, you know, that way we know what's going on. So. Yeah, that's I liked. Uh, I talked to Chris um Cartwright about um, broadheads and stuff, and he basically he, he he's really the one who recommended it. Hey man, give Schwackers a try. I, you know, I've tried shot these, these, and these. This last year, I was experimenting with Schwacker. I really was happy with them. I tried them. 
really liked them. There's a lot of good broadheads. G5, awesome broadheads. My dad shot those this year also. And um, it's just cool that you have the variety and stuff. We um, do. And even with broadheads, we try to shoot like, you know, we got leagues going on right now. April 1st, they're done. So April, May, and June are kind of those months that are like, it. you know, it's turkey season. But, I mean, how many turkey calls do you got to buy? It's not like deer season for us. So it's it's kind of slow for us. But that mm-hmm. gives us the time to get outside Shoot the broadheads, shoot the arrows. Let's see what they do. Let's see what the you know the two inch boning vein does. The three mm-hmm. inch, you know, just try them all, and and see what works best and what doesn't work. So I bet you there's of, not a lot of bow shops that actually go out and do that. We try to do it as much as yeah. it's awesome. Speaking of uh, and of, it's uh, fun turkeys in uh, turkey season. The uh, can't stop the flop campaign. Yep. Yeah, I remember when that first came out. Like I asked you, I was like, dude, what is this all about? I'm like, is this like a joke or is this something that's going to be like a serious thing, and I guess it's you know kind of an ongoing social media thing. And a guy we had on, Josh Carney, Josh, Josh Carney, Carney. Like that guy, VP. great dude, VP. man. I, I'm super stoked for that guy. That guy was so awesome to yeah. talk to. Yeah, I remember that day that can't stop the flop came out. You text me, and you're like, "What is yeah. this?" I'm like, "I have no idea." I want I'll one of those shirts. I'll have to watch. And so I got right on I want Facebook. One of the and, and the Are you guys gonna carry the shirts and stuff at the I shop? I don't know what they had those were for the nwtf oh uh, that really? was just down in nashville oh okay if eric was a nice guy he probably could have brought you some back yeah but obviously man. he's not even but here i think we this. should i think we should yeah we'll that would be awesome something taylor we'll if you're listening to this podcast get on it handle it <laughs> handle <laughs> it he says um where i was going when i was talking about bows earlier i mean hoyt is a big deal what Hoyt bows are really killing it right now, and sales are just. What What are people saying? What are they liking? What are they not liking? Give me the good, the bad, all the goods. There's really no good or bad. I mean, uh, you shoot elite, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. You shot Hoyt. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't make a wrong decision. Yeah. You that's just true. made a decision, right? They're both great companies, uh, and the best part about the way Tim and I see it mm-hmm. is how the company is yeah they can have the best bows in the market but if the company sucks customer service Mm -hmm. yeah it's not gonna we're not gonna be happy and our customers are not gonna be happy Mm -hmm. so it it takes a lot just to have a a good bow yeah it's gotta have it's gotta be a good company too what and your reps are the biggest deal so we've got darren christianberry which you guys great guy and then sean ryan (laughs) we know him too which is right here from the quad cities I've known Sean the longest, and that, that guy's guy a good is, time, man. He's amazing. He's fun. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a, he's an interesting cat. Eric has a funny story about him. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he was like, I guess he was driving, and this guy was like, was like tailgating him and stuff. He's like, "What is this dude doing?" And he's like, "He saw his working class bow hunter sticker." Yeah, <laughs> and then he like drives past and goes past. He sees the big Hoyt sticker, and he goes, "I think that was Sean." <laughs> yep. What uh, what Hoyt models are are like making the biggest buzz right now? Are they all well, or the, both? Both models are making a good uh, which is the, which is which what? is the Defiant uh, series and the the Carbon Defiant series. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, the Carbon Defiants are a little hard to come by right now. Yeah. I shot the one you guys got in when we were up at yeah. the Bone Shed, the Bone Collector edition one. We put a video up on our yeah. on our page and. It was pretty awesome. We've got three of them in, and we've they're all gone. And we've got a waiting that. list of, I think we got like 10 or 12 more people on a waiting really? list. Why, so. it, why, why does it take longer for the carbons? They're so popular, or because it takes longer to what? make them, or what? That's a good question. Um, 
you know, we ordered them back in October. They're just starting to trickle in. I think they might have had some issues with some things. And oh. they got those worked out before they started shipping yeah, them. So, sure. You know, there's, think, there's two ways to look at it. You could either get your bow and then have something wrong with it. Or have it right. Or you can have Hoyt, okay, here's what we need to fix. Mm-hmm. Let's fix it. Then we send them out. And I think yeah. there's a big demand for those bows, too. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. Is. I and, mean, it is like the... It's the baddest ass bow on right now as far as technology and the only noise you hear from that bow when we were shooting is the string cutting air. Yeah. That's literally all you hear and from that so bow. And it's so dead in your hand with nothing on it, no stabilizer, no nothing. Mm-hmm. So And it looks cool. Yeah. It does, they, I mean the new DFX cam, it's got a new yeah. riser, it's got all the new limbs. They've engineered themselves out of the uh the air shocks that used to be on it for the Nitrum and the Spider series. Mm-hmm. And now they just got the um the limb shocks in there instead of the air shocks, which I'm I'm a fan of it. I I've got is that the, the one that stays stationary when the limbs pulls back at full draw? That's the uh, air shocks. Oh, so okay. It's, it's a rod that comes up. They no longer have that. That was oh, in the okay. Nitrum series okay. and the Spider, yeah. but the new ones is just like a, almost like a limb saver stuck in. Correct. Oh, inside, okay. So like kind of like on my uh, Maxis up there, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Identical. Yep. Identical. Okay. So, but it's cooler. got that. Like I've got the Defiant Thirty Four right now, and. Uh, I absolutely love this thing. I can't wait for my carbon. It's it's going to be here soon, like mm-hmm. really soon, and it just what it's color, anxiety. What color did you get? Uh, I got black. All black. Yep. Now that if it's a carbon, it's not coming in uh, camo pattern. Can you can you get the camo pattern? Yeah, you can get camo. You can get uh, real true extra Ridge Reaper by Under Armour. Yeah, now they just signed that deal with them. Harvest uh, Brown. Yeah, Max One Harvest Brown. You can get Target colors done in them. So, my, in my opinion. I had last year. I had for a little bit of time the Carbon Spider uh, ZT34, and then uh, in my opinion, the Nitrum is the best looking bow Hoyt has made. Uh, that thing, I'm just I don't know why. I'm a huge fan of the Nitrum riser. It was very very nice. Alex still has his. Oh yeah. Would you think that'll be one of those? Because I don't know Hoyt to me because I've grew up shooting Hoyt and I kind of like Hoyt has those classic bows that were like like for me is the X Tech was like the big thing when it came out in oh, like oh yeah. five, oh six, whatever. Yeah. I had one. So I'll always remember that model. Do you think like the Nitrum will be like that one model that people were like, Oh man, the Nitrum that was like the big thing when it came out. I don't know. People still talk about the the spider. And the Alpha yeah. Max. The Alpha oh, the Max, Alpha Max is yeah. by far my favorite. Really? Yeah. yeah. Right. So, Every year Hoy has not disappointed us. At least not me. Let's Every um, year they come up with something cooler. I'm better. Yeah. Thank let's uh, let, let's talk Matthew's bows for a minute. Uh, is the podcast <laughs> over? <laughs> well, the thing let's, is, it's uh, like... Wrap this up today. Do, yeah. do you think that every bow company comes out with a new model every year? Do you think it's good that they do that? Or do you think that they should do one every two years, every three years? You know what I mean? Or? It, it's, it's I think a good it's question. It's good. The only thing that I, I don't like um, is when they come out with them. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, tax time, man. <laughs> well, like they come out with them though in October or September or December first. Well, that guy that you just—he's been saving all summer long, yeah—and he just bought a new Nitrum Thirty Four right before the season, October tenth, yeah. And then October fifteenth, he hops on Facebook, and all of a sudden he's like, "What is this? There's a new bow out. They just told me this was the newest." Well, it was. It was. Yeah. Now we've got the Defiant series. So, and it's not just Hoyt. I'm, I mean, it's every all bow of, company. Oh, everybody. Yeah. So, like, for me, it would almost be like, let's 
you know, like January 1st or ATA show, it's always right at the beginning of January. Yeah. Come out with the men. Exactly. And then, they should announce it. Everyone should announce it at the ATA. Then do all your online stuff. That way all the all the bow shops have been there, played with the bows, and then it comes I out I think they the should public. do them in, in June. Or, Ju- you know, June, July, or August. Because everybody wants to kill a deer with that brand new bow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with, with the way that Elite did it, I think it was like October 1st they uh, – they announced within and, that month every bow company is letting yeah, it all out. Yeah. And it was like, well, okay, you know, the only people who are really gonna gonna be, you know, killing them deer with that, you know, are are the guys who are, you know, the sponsors and then whatever bow company gets a or whatever a bow shop gets them first. And then, you know, you'll buy them throughout the year. So like you know, you almost have to if you want that, you have to change your setup all around. And you know, you we're a lot of working class guys. Not everybody has that kind of kind of loot to just be, you know, <laughs> These both companies must know something that we don't know. I'm sure they've done their the their research, research and yeah. there's. I mean, they're not out of reason it. they do this. They're yeah. not out of business yet, so they they've got something. It's the it's same just... reason our podcasting site Clamor C L A M M R dot com does a 24 second sample of a podcast episode yeah. before you listen to the entire thing. So I'm sure they did some research, just like every company does, to do their. It's like a psychological thing. Maybe 24 seconds is the right amount of time it takes you to get interested in that to where you want to click on that to listen to an entire episode. Right, right. right. You know, it's not just a shot in the dark with this type of stuff. And, uh, oh, my God, is Eric walking into the studio oh here? Oh, my God, he is. What's up, oh, buddy? Don't worry, Eric. We're going to have round two here. Right. Come on in. You're welcome. This is kind of your house, too. Not anymore. Oh, look at that. My house. Like we said earlier. Eric found some sheds. Uh-oh. He's only got two. Look at, that. Look at those slobs. Where's the rest? <laughs> What do you got? Oh, the shed lanyards are in also. Man, these these are awesome. Is this mine? No, this is yours. Yeah, Eric's got a good old... Man, a sixer, huh? Yeah. A fiver. That's a nice shed. What, did your buddy find the rest of them? Yeah. 16 sheds this morning, huh? Wow. (sighs) Way to to kill the mood, Eric. Yeah, nice of you to join us. (laughs) Well... Let's just stare at him for a second and yeah, silence. Everybody, 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 yeah. <laughs> he looks miserable. He is. We're, we'll do. We'll do a round two with you. He's probably wondering who this other guy is here. Yeah. yeah. Who's that dude? He's still a mystery man. No one said his name the whole time. He was you. He filled in for you. Actually, we yep. can't say his name. We can't. It, it, it cannot, he charges. It cannot yeah. be known. He's our security yeah. guard. He's. Yep. Under, we gotta make sure no one rushes in here at sixteen hundred bucks layer place and try and, you know. Bum rush us for an autograph or something. You know, that happens quite that often. That happens to Poppy all the time. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of a big deal. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> kind of a big deal. Eric, well, you all right over there, man? Oh, yeah. Rough day. Rough day. Rough day, man. Hey, well, did you, uh, are those scent lock uh, pants? Those are uh, Gator Mountain. Gator, Gator Mountain, Mountain pants. Okay. okay. You don't want the, uh, you know, you don't want them sheds to smell you and run away. No. <laughs> we'll have to show Eric that shed video <laughs> oh, we're talking yeah, he's about. he's got to see that. Yeah. Um, so we talked about Hoyt. We talked about just the selection at the Bone Shed. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else that people should know about the Bone Shed that they don't? You guys carry uh, awesome. carry your Country Boy boots. We do. We've got Ariat. We've got Oakley, Under Armour, Danner, uh, Scentlock, Danner Lacrosse, yes. uh, the Real Tree shoes. Um, you I just, have a pair. You of just those? had a meeting with the. Uh, the real tree shoes. Yeah, right. there's now Bone Collector's got a deal. They're coming out. the The real tree line is also going to have Bone Collector now too. So, I um, I was actually I like I have the the they're made by Old Dominion. The real yep. tree shoes. Yep. 
and uh, they are the most comfortable shoe I ever. And I got them at Farm and Fleet for like forty bucks. Yep. And they are they're so comfortable. And they're like waterproof, aren't they? Yeah, they're water like resistant. You wear resistant. those shoes with those bone collector sweatpants. Oh, I do all the time. And that and that bone collector hat. Oh yeah, you're good, dude. This right all right. Here. This bone collector hat that uh, that I have. It's red, white, and blue. I'm probably the only one in the country that has it. It's kind of a big deal. Kind know. of a big deal. I don't know if that's a fact, but maybe maybe in Illinois, maybe. Mm. I don't think Michael even has that hat. <laughs> who who oh, does he might? He might. I don't know. Michael? No, he doesn't. He, not even he has that. So hat. we're we're gonna, so. we're gonna do a part two episode. Let's. I want to ask one thing to either one of you guys here. When someone comes in to buy a bow, if they're new to buying a new bow or buying their first bow, what would be a tip that you would give them? Before they make their selection, shoot every bow you can. How much you got in your pocket? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, I no. tell you, if you didn't it's... have that ski mask on. <laughs> but shoot every bow. You get to try I... every one. Know what you like. What fits you the best. Yeah, and honestly, then... it's just like buy, trying to buy a vehicle. You it have is. To, you're not going to just go buy a vehicle without driving it. Mm-hmm. Yes, go I am. It. I've done it before. <laughs> well. Yeah. We'll stop. There. I believe it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you do. You want to shoot everything you possibly can, and then when you find a shop that you're comfortable with, stick with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, w- the one thing is, is if you know where we live in Ottawa, and we sell a bow uh, to a guy in like North Chicago or something, and then he's got something going on, and he takes it to another shop. Now he's all over the place, and he's got problems, and he comes back, and it's like, well, you should have just come back to us because you know string stretch. Mm-hmm. Things come out of time. Stuff happens. We can fix that. It's not a problem. But when you go back and forth to different bow shops, you're almost like fighting yourself mm-hmm. with trying to get accurate. You need to stick with one shop. And you know, that's, that's anywhere you're at yeah. in the United States. Stick with the shop. Stick with them. That's a good. And, and if you don't like them, go find a different shop. I yeah. did bounce around. I went to um, I bounced around outside of the Quad Cities, experiment with bow shops, and I went to Presley's. Yeah, they're good guys Barton, down good there. Guys. I bought my Alpha Max from them. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. And yes. then I found you guys, and you guys, I drive, to, you guys are my bow shop, so I will drive that distance, which is, what, an hour and a half? Yeah, it's not too bad to get over here. No, it's not bad. Before we became famous, we Presley's used to be our shop. <laughs> before we became famous. <laughs> He's not, he before. doesn't have, like, a big ego. Or, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's what we say, too. He's not going to be able to walk out that door. Before He's we were a working thing. class bow hunter, we were... Yeah. <laughs> and there's a bow for everybody out there. You uh, know what I think? Price points. Yeah, you can go from. Oh my god! Uh, oh, what's Hoyt have the? It's already. It's like a ready to hunt package or whatever. It's the Hoyt. Um, well, they've got the Ignite. Mm-hmm. They've got the Power Max this year. Uh, they've got the Defiant, the Nitrum 30s in the series this year, and then they got their Carbon series. Then they've got all their target bows. Which, if anybody ever wants to shoot a Hyper Edge. It's I've been wanting amazing. to shoot one. It's amazing. I've mm-hmm. been thinking about this is doing the first the target, target bow, bow that I am like when I shot it. I'm like, oh, I, yeah. I gotta have one of these. I, I just a, don't know if my wife will let me. Get I shot it. a podium for the first time. They're nice. That's see, it I, was an interesting shooting bow. I, like you know, you, you look at it and you know you're shooting basically right through the middle of the mm-hmm. bow. And it's right. a shoot through riser. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's it, it's kind of one of the things that caught me off, off what do you, guard. What do you gain from a shoot through riser? Uh, your center shot, I know. Correct. It's, okay, it's, that's what I thought. Yeah, it's like dead center on there. So, and is it, is it probably stiffer? It, it just does it make for a more solid, rigid riser, or yes? Okay. Oh well, yeah, that's what I thought. I just had to figure you get to be that has to yeah, ask. It, 
in the thing, like you're talking about the podium yeah. last year when we shot the podium and this year shooting the hyper edge, the podium to me was like loud. It was jumpy. Mm-hmm. And when you're a bow hunter and you're shooting a target bow and I shot it one time and I gave it back to Sean. I'm like, here you go. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm good. He's like, what's wrong? And I was like, well, it's just not, you know, I'm used to quiet and yeah. just smooth and everything. Yeah. And what Sean told us is that most target shooters, they want that. They, they want the bow to talk to them. You yeah. Know? He said yeah. They, they want the bow to talk to them. Yeah. Like, Even if, if well, that's a weird way to put that. It yeah. is. It is. And Especially I'm not a, a target shooter. Yeah. Bow hunters. I mean, we want the quietest bow out there. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, the thing is, it's like, you know, we all kind of, every bow hunter that's really just a bow hunter, which is what we are, we do 3D shoots, but it's yeah. with our hunting bow, you know? Yeah, so that's we're, how we are. We're practicing for hunting, but being competitive because it's fun, whatever. And every bow hunter that starts to get to the point where you get obsessed with the archery, and then you get obsessed with accuracy, then you get obsessed with all the tinkering mm-hmm. of all your your equipment, it gets appealing looking at the tournament side of the archery game. And I've been thinking about buying... I was looking at the the new Hoyt target bows, and I'm I'm talking to Sam, my fiance. I'm like, oh man, I'm thinking about you know maybe buying a target. Well, how much are they? I'm like, well, they're a little more than your regular bow hunting bow because probably because the paint and the riser design and and uh, she's like, no, oh, I don't really think you need to get one of those. You can probably just do it all with your synergy, but you can do whatever you want to. Oh, so like, that means oh, no. <laughs> no, you got to take advantage of that. That means no. <laughs> she probably wouldn't care, but. I'm thinking about it. I speak fluent lady. I know that means no. I haven't even asked my wife yet, so I haven't popped that question. Does she listen ask. to podcasts much, Tim? No, so I'm safe. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm well, safe. Until she uh, decides to go out on a limb. I don't and ask my wife for that stuff. I just apologize. <laughs> just he, better he, to he, big for free. He does. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I just good. buy it. I just I got it If going. they love you, they'll stick with you. So that that's... You want your bow to talk to you. That's an interesting uh, yeah. comment. Because a lot of guys don't. That's, well, you're right. We'd probably shoot those bows and go, oh, man. It this does. This is weird. And then once you start shooting it, and then, you know, once he kind of explained that, I, I get what he's saying with that. So. Yeah. Well, you but probably that, just want your bow ready to go versus, like, a huge let off or something like that on a, on a. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you let go of that release, it should blow off. Oh, it's speaking of releases, going. you. Uh, the bone shed now is carrying carters. Yes, yes, we are. Those are. I explained them one time, and it was, you know, when a release is good, but you know when it was made well. And you hold these releases, and you're like, this is like an artisan release. You know what I mean? Like it, yep. somebody took a lot of time and effort, and, and they, they did it right. Made in America. They, they are did, here they in America. Were, were you made in America? Chicago, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Again, my green card says Chicago. <laughs> I love that. It's <laughs> my favorite. We need shirts, new shirts. My um, green card says America. But no. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm America. weird. I'm weird with releases because I'm just obsessed with them all. Like it's like Pokemon. I just want to. I want to collect every one of them just to have. Like, oh yeah, I got this release. I don't know. There's something about it. it makes you just want to tinker and just. I don't know what this Pokemon. Pokemans. <laughs> Pokemans. Were, you a, were, you a, were you a Digimon guy? No. Pokemon, man. You don't remember Pokemon? I don't I don't even believe in wrestling. Oh, yes. Oh, Me Steve. neither. I don't what? believe in wrestling Oh, boy. Either. Here what? we go. Steve's the wrestling Wait, fan of the room. you don't believe in wrestling? Like, it's real. I've seen it he happen. He said fake. it's fake the other day. Oh, yeah. He told it's, me. It's fake, fake, fake. Oh. 
I bet you. I hope so because that means Chris Benoit didn't actually. Eh, never mind. Ninety percent <laughs> <laughs> of our re- like listeners, every time Steve makes like a wrestling reference, they're going, "Why do I listen to this?" Oh, you know what? No, no, no. This is way off topic, but you guys got to look up at the Buzzfeed video. It's Stone Cold Steve I Austin. I saw it this morning. Tasting like you know high class martinis. martinis. Oh, it's it's classic. He is a uh, he's a hunter. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Is, yeah. We, we, that that's like the whole reason why well, we did Steve this podcast. Says. I like I want him on, and then once he's on, this podcast is over. You're retiring. Yeah, to be it. I'm hanging up my jersey, so it'll take up this whole wall. But like, like you just killed like a 200 inch deer, and then you're just he's done. Uh, he's done. Nowhere you can go from there. It's done forever. I did not know that though about him. I didn't know either. Steve There's says There's a lot he is, of athletes though. out there that bow hunt. Yeah, a lot Scottie more than Pippen. you would expect. Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. He's a bow hunt. He's a big bow hunt. No, he's not. Oh yeah. Yeah, Bo Jackson too. Bo Jackson. Scottie, I knew Bo Jackson was. Yeah. Scotty Pippen, um, really? James from Metallica. Beckham from the White Sox. Gordon Beckham. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Jim Tomey, obviously, everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? Uh, when we were talking to T Bone, he they have the John Deere Classic up here, and he said uh, Steve Stricker. He's a huge bow hunter. A golfer? Is I don't it golf. Steve Stricker? Yeah, the John Deere Classic up here is huge. Really? It's a big deal, yeah. I'm I know all. it's a big deal. Bill Murray was there this year golfing and stuff. Yeah. And he, uh, Bill Murray's got has family in the Quad Cities. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. Scotty Pippen, though? That's blowing my oh, yeah. mind. That is interesting. Uh, a lot of football players that you see. I think uh, Justin Tuck's a big turkey hunter. A lot of UFC fighters. Chad Mendez, which we're working on him, getting him on the show. Tim Sylvia, obviously, he's been on the show. He's got his own... Show um, Matt Hughes. Matt Hughes. Yeah, he's from Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys. Cerrone. Um, quite a bit of them. Good handful. Joe Rogan. Now he's on the UFC, but he's you know. Oh, and uh, what's his name from? Uh, I shouldn't be forgetting his name. He was in Guardians of the Galaxy and Parks and Rec. I have no idea what he's talking uh, about. <laughs> Alex, uh, you're the movie name? buff here. Uh, did he Not from, as uh, uh, he was in Jurassic, Jurassic World. Uh, what's his name? Oh, I shouldn't be forgetting his name. Burt Macklin. One name he went by. I have no idea. It, it's, uh, it's all thing. He's a, he's a hunter. He's like probably the. I, I think he was like the biggest celebrity of 2015. Oh, I, I know that was that. You told me you were. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I was just that's that's I, cool though because there's somebody that is in the. I, I mean, I guess the Waddell and him are they're in the public eye technically, but not the everyone every. Just the hunters. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? They're not like these guys are like a list celebrities and they're hunters and they can stand up for hunting and, you know, just put their foot down and say, like, hey, it's not like what everyone that's against it thinks it is, you know, and right, which is really cool. It's but, like uh, Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen and Rodman. Yeah. Of the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. They're everyone knows. That, them. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. So it's, and they're cool guys. I mean, yeah, you guys, they are. Have you met uh, them? Michael is our boss. Uh, maybe you, you mean what, you mean Oh, you're Jordan, you're right? comparing them. I got lost oh, no. what you're saying. Oh, I oh, didn't my know. bad. I thought you said yeah, Scotty I, Pippen was a cool guy. Oh, I haven't met him. No. That's what I thought. That's what I okay. I lost you there, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Scotty Pippen. What's well, cool because Chris Pratt is. Uh, yeah, I, oh, I know what yeah. you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, Chris Pratt. I, I cannot believe I couldn't remember his name. But you know what impressed me most about the Bone Collector guys? You know. Michael Bone and, and Nick Ma is they are as cool as you think they are. They oh, look, yeah. they really are. And I Waddell's been my idol since I was a little kid. I've every pretty much every Monster Bucks DVD. I've pretty much every I have every Road Trips DVD, probably every Bone Collector DVD. And I met Waddell for the first time at ATA in uh, Columbus 
several years ago and uh and uh i met him i was like oh man hopefully i was super nervous like i just don't want him to be like what i didn't expect i was hoping he was going to be as nice and outgoing as i thought and he was i told him i was like hey man i've been watching you since i was a little kid and everything and he was really cool about it do you so, think poppy you want to tell them when i first met mike waddell Go ahead. You tell. You tell. No, you. You. I, I can't tell stories as good no, as I you. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. <laughs> so we were. I can't even remember where we were. Columbus, Indianapolis. I don't remember where we were. Anyways, um, the first time he got to meet Michael, and uh, they're standing there, whatever. Joe Bickett was with us, and Alex and Joe were going to get their picture taken with Michael. So Michael's in the middle, and Alex is on the left, and Joe's on the right, and I'm taking the picture, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like taking the picture, and I. Pull the phone down, and I'm looking at Alex. His bottom lip is like in a seizure. Yeah, just his lip, it's, and it just it won't stop. Like it's like visibly, it's like. Bleh. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, I, I get nervous. He and I think up until like a year ago, or maybe he yeah. said, yeah, he, he said like my green card says I get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I can be okay around INS or ice, whatever, ice. or ice, ice. but. Uh, just, he gets nervous when they come in the store, though. Yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. Just, not anymore. I just, used to. Just starstruck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, he's like, everywhere. I he's the man in the hunting he, industry. I mean, he is. Like, when you see him for all these years, before you didn't know him, and you're watching yeah. road trips, and you're watching mm-hmm. all this stuff, and it's like, holy cow. And he's, then, like, standing right in front of you, and he's like, he's taller than he looked in TV. Yeah. yeah. I saw him next to somebody who was, like, really tall. I think it was, it was he was next to John Dudley. And I guess John Dudley, I, I've never met that guy in my I life either. I've never met him. But apparently he's six foot five, and yeah. you see Waddell standing next They're to him. There. I'm like, yeah, yeah. See, Waddell will talk to you. He he stopped and talked to us at ATA, and it was it's yeah. like you're sitting there talking. And you're like, man, he's he this guy is busy, They're and he's sitting there having a conversation changes. with me. You know, yeah. I've never met him, but we will in July 23rd. Yes. Yeah. And I'm gonna see how cool of a guy he is because I'm gonna say like, look. He'll probably I, just hate you, Steve. I'll tell him, like, <laughs> he might hate you. Yeah. Be, well, it's easy him, to hate you. I'll be like, well, you know, everybody says you're pretty cool, so uh, why don't we find out how cool you are? Me and you will go to the lamplighter. Oh, God. <laughs> look, lamp, look at Alex. He's like, am I invited? Bob, yeah, if you guys are going up to the bone shed, go to the lamplighter. It's a really nice no. place to get a bite to eat. No. <laughs> lamplighter? You really? don't do that. Don't no, go don't there. do that. Don't no. Do that. no, good oh, guys, though. Um it's, I had an inside joke with Nick Munt, and we talked about it when he was on our podcast um, about how he's hitting on my fiance Sam at ATA. Not hitting on her, like right. harsh hitting on her, friendly hitting on her. But Sam um, always jokes around like, oh, Nick Munt gave me a hug, and she like teases me with it. But it was funny to actually joke with him on the episode, and it's just Oh, he said he was glad. He, he was just glad that his hands didn't have red paint on them. <laughs> <laughs> I could see this. Super kind funny. Of a pimp. I like he had a kind of a pimp. Yeah, I look up and, to him. Everybody <laughs> likes Nick. Like when my daughter, she's five now. I think she was probably like three. Mm-hmm. He was there at our open house, and she goes walking up to him with a a pink bone collector license plate for him to sign. And so he like bends down with her, you know, and he's signing the license plate. And then she said something to him, and I'm like, "What you What'd you say?" Mm-hmm. And then he starts laughing, and I'm like, "What did she tell you?" Because you know, three year old, oh yeah, you never know what's coming yeah. out of their mouth. And he laughs, and he says, "She said that that she is his biggest fan." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. She still got the license plate too. That's Nobody funny. else is signing it. So, 
Oh, she has like a go. little secret crush she, on Nick Mutt. Huh? She knows when he's on TV too. So. He's he's a likable guy. We when he was on the show, we were joking with him about um, he was in Columbus, Georgia, and his Adidas tracksuit thing, doing the dance oh, thing yeah. with the real tree oh, yeah. sign, spinning yep. it around. Yep. Yep. Like, he's like, yeah, I don't know what people were thinking when they saw a forty-year-old guy dancing around in downtown Columbus. He's a, a funny guy. He really is. Yeah. He's a good time. Well, a good time. we'll find out. I, I can't wait. I hope you know we can. He has time to stop and do, we'll do like an actual live podcast with him, and people will really get to pick up on. And within an hour, people get to see kind of. Oh yeah. But sometimes an hour just isn't long enough, so we do part two and whatever else we need to do. But now uh, that Eric is here, now that Eric is here, we can wrap this one up and start another one here in a minute. Perfect. He's all fresh shaved. He's all wore out from shed hunting. Not shaved, but fresh showered over here. And smelling like a like a girl. Oh, before I forget, Chris Cartwright said hi to you guys. Chris yeah, Cartwright, we're calling you out for an episode, man. You yeah. got to get down here. I wish we yeah. could say that you guys were the first people from the Bone Shed to be here. Jordan beat you. Jordan was here. He got us. Uh-huh. He, he, but he was here when the studio wasn't really a studio. It was just a room that we sat in lawn chairs in and did a podcast. And oh, yeah. um, maybe that second one maybe should have uh, been No, those are good. Well, good. We <laughs> talked. Tightened we, up a little we bit. Talk, we talked products and just what, you know, it was kind of another bone shed type of episode. We talked about what's what he thought was yeah. good, what he recommends, and we covered it all there. We talked about Bigfoot. Bigfoot, Bigfoot yeah. got talked about on the other episode. That's a good, you know, maybe it'll come up this next episode. Maybe we'll see what you guys think about I've Bigfoot. I've never seen Bigfoot. Um, I don't believe in Bigfoot. <sighs> Bunch of haters in here. No, I'm not hating. His I green just... card does, <laughs> says he does not believe in Bigfoot. No. Now, if you say Chupacabra, then. Yeah. yeah oh, Chupacabra. The next episode, <laughs> we need to talk about Alex's fears in the woods. Oh, okay, we will. We will. He right. likes let's, to let's... talk about that. We need to get that All right, off we'll chest. save it. We'll save that. Yeah, All right. Yeah. We're going to wrap this episode up. Was we on 59? 59. Next, Next episode will be 60. The big 6-0. It's a big deal, man. We just hit 50. Like It seems like last week. Um, thanks for listening, Probably guys. Check out the Bone shout Shed. Out, shout out to my boy, Axel. He's probably going to listen to this. Axel. Buddy, my son, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Nice. <laughs> I nice. still love you. <laughs> right at the end there. Yeah. Um, check out the Bone Shed, Ottawa, Illinois. What's the address there? 4200 MBO Drive. Out of Illinois. What's the phone number to reach at? Tim. Go ahead, Alex. A one five five eight seven eighty seven hundred extension one one eight. Ask for Poppy. Got the extension. Yeah, nobody knows Alex. Yeah, if you Anybody? go in and say Alex, you don't. You haven't been there. before. That's why I didn't know. Like, how should we introduce you? I was like, thinking about my like, everybody oh, Poppy. calls him Poppy. Poppy. He said everybody loves Poppy too. And also, yep. nobody knows Alejandro. Yeah. Well. Yeah, we'll touch. Maybe talk about that later. That's another story. <laughs> All right. Well, check it out. Open house. What again? What date? The uh, we've got the end of season sale is March third, fourth, and fifth, which is what two weeks? A week? Two weeks? Two yeah, weeks. two weeks. And then uh, July twenty third and July twenty fourth is the open house in Ottawa. That'll be the archery our kickoff of the mm-hmm. season. And Michael, Nick, and Travis will be there on Saturday. So if you guys have always wanted to meet them, check them all out. Meet all the guys from the Bone Shed. That's the perfect opportunity. We'll be there. Maybe you'll get a little snippet on a podcast episode or whichever. But uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll catch you in the next episode. Go shoot your bow. Later. Spend your Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss Life on the Water every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. (laughs) The destination for outdoor entertainment.